Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. On this episode, we're going to talk about the Astros and the Marlins series, which the Astros won 2-1. to one. My special guest today, Christian from the Dome Foamers podcast. Christian, thanks for coming on, buddy. Hey, I appreciate you having me. Thanks for the invite, and I'm glad to represent the Dome Foamers on here. So looking forward to it. So, Christian, I saw you guys on TikTok because I started doing TikTok to promote the podcast. And you guys are way ahead of me as far as uh, video production. Y'all got me beat there. Well, I, you know, it's... It is uh, definitely an interesting dynamic. Um, I have to give credit to Neil Mieski, one of the dome phoners on our podcast. He does the TikTok. We kind of split the Facebook. I do the Twitter, and then everything else is just is what it is. But uh, social media is a different animal. <laughs> I think I would be the Twitter guy because that's the easiest one. Absolutely. All right, so before we start, I got to say happy birthday to Maldi. All you listeners out there know that that is my favorite player. So happy birthday, Maldi. I think he walked a couple times today. Uh, he could have walked three times, but he got a little got a little hungry there and tried to try to hit a grand slam. Because this is your podcast, I will say happy birthday, Maldi. As well. Yeah, it's okay. I, I battle people all the time for Maldi, and it's all right. It's okay. All right. So what do you think about this? I saw Michael Brantley with Sugarland the other day. Two-run homer, a sweet swing. I was beginning to think the guy was never going to come back, and now it looks like he is. Yeah, I uh, I have tempered expectations. Um, my concern is it's been 15 months since he's seen Major League pitching, but you put him right back into a game in AAA and he pulls one over the right field fence, that is that sweet swing. It's going to be real interesting if he does officially come back, What how they're going to balance everything. It's going to be real interesting. All right. So let's get into this series. Game one, Framber Valdez. We had some good pitchers in this series. Uh, bottom of the third, Birdie. Is that his name? Birdie? RBI mm -hmm. double. One to zero. There was a pass ball on my boy Maldi. I, I heard it from people about that. Two to zero. No scoring till the top of the seventh. RBI double by Altuve. And then the bottom of the eighth, the Miami Marlins just put it away. Three solo home runs, five to one. Uh, Naris gave up one of them, but Framber, seven and two thirds. He, no matter how many runs this guy gives up, he goes deep. And that's very impressive. Seven and two thirds, six hits, four runs, only three earned, a uh, one walk and four strikeouts. What do you think about Framber's outing and about this game overall? It seemed like, you know, we talked a little bit offline on the phone that day. It seemed like a a uh, repeat of the game I was at on Sunday, the 2-1 game against the Angels. Um, I have You have to give Framber credit for the seven and two-thirds innings that saves the bullpen. I just would like to see Framber get back to earlier in the year being the ace of the staff. And with the exception of the no-hitter, that hasn't been the case. And um, – I, I do tip the hat to the seven and two thirds innings, 
but it just seems like he just loses focus and then in a blink of an eye yeah. runs are scored. So I you yeah. know, I, I we need him back, no doubt. Yeah, he always has that one inning where he blows up, mm-hmm. but uh Naris pitched the the third of an inning. He got a he, he got a he gave up home run and he got one out. Altuve three for four. Chaz two for four, Pena two for four. The Astros had eight hits. They scored once. They lose five to one, but they were two for twelve with runners in scoring position. So this actually was a winnable game. They left ten on base. That's that's where it is. I mean, they left, I believe, nine the day before. They left ten the first game of the Marlins. That's that's gonna do it. That that'll do it to you every time. We you know, we seem to go in streaks where we'll score the eleven runs, eleven runs, then one run, one run, and then now we're back to twelve runs, as I'm sure we'll get into, but it's very streaky, and you just got to have that guy that gets the hits um, with runners on base. That's that's the key. I mean, you we're getting people on. A bunch of people are walking, which is a, an improvement because our on-base percentage hasn't been as good as it's been over the last couple of years. So I like seeing track on the bases, but you got to knock them in. I wrote down a couple of chances the Astros had. Top of the second, the Astros had the bases loaded with one out. Then they struck out and popped out. I didn't write down who did it. Top of the eighth, they had two on with one out. They had a double play. Jeremy Pena, I, I called him out. He had a double play. So there's two innings that they had chances to score. They left 10 on, so not a good game. Framber did okay, I guess, but uh, we'll get to that later. All right, game two, CJ, who all, is also a guy that the critics or whoever you want to call them, like preseason, they're like, this guy could – lead the league in strikeouts. This guy could lead the league in ERA. There's so much, there was so much uh, promise, you know, for CJ, but I, he hasn't lived up to it yet as far as I'm concerned. What about you? Um, I agree. He was one of my picks. I, I'll go on record and say he, he's been a disappointment so far. Now, he can make it up with this stretch in the playoffs, but he was one of my picks to have a breakout year. He was great last year, the majority of the season. I just think it's the WBC, the World Series, all the playoffs. I, I, I personally, as they're kind of doing right now, they skipped France once, they skipped Brown once. I think they need to skip CJ once just to give him an extra couple of days because when he's right, he's right. But he he just looks like a, a he just looks like a pitcher that's tired. Yeah. I mean the guy can't get out of the fifth inning. So no. let's get to game two. De La Cruz. Former Astros prospect, I believe. RBI yep. single, one to zero. Solar at a two-run homer. We're down three to zero early in game three. And then since it's Baldy's birthday, I will let you talk about how great Yiner Diaz has been. He had a two-run homer brought in Jordan. It's three to two. It was big because he was not looking good early. I, I'm a huge Yonner, Yonner fan. Um, I, I saw a stat. And I don't remember where I saw it, but we're twenty-one and nine when he starts behind the plate. That's seven. That's seven hundred baseball winning percentage. There's a lot of factors that go into that, um, but his he has he his exit velo is second on the team only to Jordan Alvarez. He hits the ball hard. He barrels the ball hard, and the ball goes a long way. I would love to see him get more bats, even if it's in the DH role. But um, that was big because the guy was right back into the game. Yeah, it's pretty nuts this year. You know, like, I am a Maldi fan, but I can look at it. 
and say, this guy's better. When you have this guy in the offense, there's zero holes, but the pitchers want him. You know, you could probably tell these guys your ERA is this with him and it's this with Maldi, and they're still going to pick him. I don't know why, but I don't know. What do you think? What do you think the chances are the Astros, now that they have JV, Framer's still going to be here? Do you think they're going to sign Maldi again next year and torture everybody once again? 100%. I I thought he was gone, but I I mean, I didn't know. I I think he was gone. Um, Him and JV are tight. I think it's one of the reasons it, – it, there's a number of reasons. But one of the reasons why JV wanted to just come back to Houston. And I'm okay with it as long as we see the role flip next year. Yeah. Um, we He's got a groom, Yanir. Um, the pitcher's got to get comfortable with him. He's got an absolute cannon behind the plate. Um, so the, the defensive match, which I'll be honest with you, before seeing him catch in the big leagues, I was concerned about. I knew his bat was going to play, or I figured it was going to play with all the metrics and in the minor league stuff. I had no clue of his arm and how good he was defensively. So I think it's going to happen anyway, but I will be okay with it as long as we reverse the roles. And Molly's what? He turned, I think he turned 37 today. He's no know. spring chi- He's He's no spring chicken. He was born in 86. T- yeah, so 37. I was a sophomore in high school in 86. I was not, um, <laughs> but Father Time is undefeated. Yeah, and, uh, it's coming fast. All right, we go to the bottom of the fourth. Sanchez had an RBI, sing- RBI single. We're down four to two, and then the Astros come back. Jake scored on an Alex Bregman ground out, and then Tucker reached on a fielding error. Dubon scores. We're tied at four, but Miami comes back and they score on that throwing error by CJ. Kind of a bad decision there that gave them the lead. I mean, but it came back. To, we came. It, we came back to win. But I mean, that could have been big. Uh, then we go to the six. Chaz had a home run. This guy's a stud. And then uh, Kyle Tucker had a home run. Twenty third home run. The top of the seventh, six to five. And then here's another thing I want to point out about Yiner, Brian McTaggart, or somebody whoever wrote the story about the Astros. It was like. Chaz home run and Tucker home run. They wouldn't have meant anything if Yiner wouldn't have had that two-run homer early in the game. 100%. And they 100%. left that out. I know. And, and big, <laughs> I mean, it was big because the momentum was clearly on their side when he hit that. One thing about the CJ play, it wasn't a good decision, but the CJ play should have never happened. Dubon should have fielded that ball. He's better than that. And uh, he made a wild throw to Singleton, and then that led that whole marriage around. So – just just to point that out for that game. Yeah. So CJ, four and two thirds, six hits and five runs, only four earned, one walk and two strikeouts. You I'm used to seeing more strikeouts from our pitchers, but not very much. Montero finished the fifth inning for him. He had a strikeout. Hunter Brown comes in out of the bullpen and pitches two scoreless innings and he picks up the win. Hunter looked good in the bullpen. But he's not staying there, like you said earlier. He's going to pitch Sunday. Yep. He did look good coming out. He's oh, just yeah. got a lot. He's just got a live arm. He just needs to figure out um, what he can and can't do. And I think the future is bright for him. Abreu, a hit and a no. I mean, he had a strikeout, no runs, and Presley, a hit, two strikeouts, and save number twenty-eight. Tucker two for four with an RBI. Diaz one for four. 
He drove in two. Chaz had that home run. And Alex Bregman went 0 for 5. And uh, the series is tied. We go in two tonight. It's JV day. Usually the Astros, let's just put up four runs. Let JV give up his two solo home runs. And let's let's win this series, right? Absolutely. And um, it was really nice. You know, you know, playing in Florida, we being in central time zone, it's an early, you know, it's an early game being at 540. Before I blinked, it was five nothing. Yeah. And I was trying, I was, and so I was like, okay, I like this. Just like what you were saying, score four or five runs, JV give up two runs, two solo home runs, and let's get out of here. That was not the case tonight. <laughs> no, they made it exciting, but. Yeah, what a start. Alex Bregman had a solo home run. He's got 19 home runs now. It was yep. his hardest hit home run of his career. 430, yeah, 433 feet to, to center field. That's a long ways for him. 107.5 miles per hour off the bat. I think it, they said it was his third hardest hit of his career, but the hardest home run that he's ever hit. And Kyle Tucker, a two-run homer. He's got 24. Chaz McCormick, a two-run homer. He's got 17. And Dubon brought in Singleton five to zero. This game's over. There's no need to even finish watching it. Right? JV on the mound with a five to zero lead. We, we we were all thinking it. <laughs> so bottom of the first, uh, JV gives up a two run double to Berger. Uh, top of the third, Pena had an RBI single that made it six to two. Bottom of the fourth. A throwing error on JP3, two score. What do you think about that play? You know, I, the Dome Foamers would not let me get away if we did not bring up Jeremy Pena's fielding. His fielding percentage is similar to what it was last year, which, by the way, he won a platinum gold glove. Yeah. The issue, I, the issue I'm having is it's in critical times. I don't know what's going on with him. It seems like every time he makes a, a routine error, whether it be the throw or fielding, either it leads to a run or a run scores. I, I can't figure out. It's bad, bad timing. I don't know what's going on. He made a beautiful play either tonight beautiful. or last night. Tonight. Right? Was it tonight? Yeah, he, yeah early on. Spinning play and from uh, – Yeah. Yeah, they had, they had a couple guys on, and they ended the thread. That was a great play by Jeremy Pena. Uh, let me see where are we at six to four, two run on throwing air. De La Cruz made it six to five, and that's when it got close. Like, who would have thought we're winning five to zero? We're winning five to zero, and now we're only winning six to five. Dubon sack fly seven to five. Then we get the bases loaded. Altuve walks with the bases loaded. It's eight to five. Alex Bregman at it again. He hits a double, brings in two runs, JP3 and Maldi. That's 10 to 5. Tucker, two run single, brought in Altuve and Bregman, 12 to 5. And that was the final score. I have a stat on Alex Bregman that I stole from someone on Twitter. With the bases loaded, he has 11 at bats. He has three home runs, 23 RBIs. He's hitting 636, a 1.54 slugging, and a 2.237 OPS. Put Alex Bregman wow. up with the bases loaded if you want some runs to come across the plate. Uh, absolutely. And he's been doing that his whole career. Um, you know, he's one of those that his contract's up at the end of next year. It's going to be real interesting because if you really want to break it down, he's still top five, six, seven, third baseman in the league. And <laughs> they've got some decisions to make there. Going back to your recap, 
a huge play when it was six to five with one out was the Dubon sacrifice into shallow right field. I was watching it saying there's no way they're going to send Chaz. I think Chaz, without you know watching the replay, went on his own and barely snuck in there. Aggressive play. I kind of like it because you have Maldi on deck, I believe, or maybe Pena then Maldi. But he just got in. They were going to review it. Once they looked at it, they said, nope, he's safe. That was huge because it would have been the end of the inning, and then we blow up after that. All right, so JV, five innings, nine hits, and five runs. I expect JV to go further and expect him to give up less. Uh, four run runs, though, and, and two strikeouts. That's nuts. I mean, I guess yeah. maybe the Marlins, I don't know anything about them. Maybe they just don't strike out a lot. But he's 8-6, and six, 336 ERA, which is still impressive. That's going to get you some wins. The bullpen, Graveman, Montero, Stanek, Mashinsky, four innings, no runs, no hits, a walk, and four strikeouts. Great job by the bullpen following JV today. Absolutely. Graveman looked, Graveman looked really good. It was nice to see him. We're going to need him because he's got one of the fresher arms in the pen since we got him from the White Sox. It, honestly, we need more from JV. Um, right now, First start was pretty good. Second start was a, all right. Third, this is we got a little bit of regression after start three. We 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 need more from him. He's got to be the stopper. So it'll be interesting to see how he uh, what kind of path he takes after the start. Yeah, Marlins are a pretty good team though. Uh, Bregman went two for five and drove in three. Tucker drove in three. Jordan went two for five, drove in three. Chaz two for three. A lot of offense today. Dubon went two for four. The Astros scored 12 runs on 12 hits, three for seven with runners in scoring position. They only left seven on base. So the Astros win the series two to one. They are three and a half games behind Texas, who at the time I wrote these notes were being no hit and losing to the Angels one to zero. Did we get an update on that? You can talk about anything you want, and I will look it up. Talk about tonight's game a little bit. Yeah, so I love seeing the crooked numbers. Um, you know, we we talked about it before we started your podcast. Um, five nothing. You're like, oh, JV. Okay, we we got it. Then it got tight again, right? But we responded. I, it just takes such a stress off the bullpen, off the starting pitching. We didn't have to use the Braves, the Presleys tonight. Crooked numbers fix a lot of things, and I, you know, I love seeing the eleven eleven. 12 runs in the last the last weeks that it solves a lot of problems yeah that's good and if and if brantley you know what i th- I think actually the way we're playing and scoring those runs that Jordan isn't even really doing a lot of damage imagine when he starts coming around and then and brantley when he comes back if he does good absolutely it's going to be like i said i said you know it's when you, we brought up brantley earlier it's going to be real interesting to see the line of construction because that's one of my biggest uh, issues is the lineup construction. All right, I have that update. It's two to zero Angels in the ninth inning, and they did get one hit. So no, no hitter. I don't even know who's pitching. Go Halos. Go Halos. Then we'll be if they can keep this up, we we will still be three games back. And next up, we have Seattle, and we'll get into that in a minute. But first, everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. 
Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We need to do our players of the series. Are you ready for that? Let's start with pitcher. You are throwing it to me. I am going to go. Ooh, pitcher. <laughs> Man. Um, I can tell you who I picked if you want me to go first. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go first. I think I was trying to look at someone in the bullpen, but the same guy really didn't. Montero's the only guy that really pitched in multiple <laughs> games. I think CJ and uh, JV didn't go far enough. So even though we, I think he took the loss, I'm going to go with uh, Framber, seven and two-thirds innings and three earned runs. That's probably the best pick because of the bullpen being used, you know, everybody. Um, I'm not going to – I'm going to agree with you on that, but I do want to give a – well, I'm going to save this maybe. How about that? <laughs> All right, save it. All right, position player. This was kind of tough because – I don't know. I mean, there wasn't someone that did something every game, but I went with Kyle Tucker. That's a great one. I am going with my guy. Um, Kyle Tucker's a great pick, but I'm going with a dome foamer favorite and my guy, Chaz McCormick. <laughs> well, he's good. There was a big home run. There was a big home run hit last night. Yeah. Um, you know, in game two. Yep. Big time. Him and it, it, for me, it was between Tucker. Chaz, and uh, I can't remember the other one. I know there was another one. Alex Bregman, probably, maybe. But he probably Bregman, yeah. Yeah, but he did a lot, but, but he had that 0 for 5 game. Yeah. All right, the Coach Rose winner. This will be someone that kind of exceeded expectations. And if you can't figure out someone that did that, then just give it to somebody that you think did good, whatever you want to do. But here's what I went with. Okay. A guy in the bullpen, two appearances, an inning and a third, scoreless. I gave it to Rafael Montero. That's a great one. He was going to be my pick. I just want to be different. Um, I love that pick because, you know, he's had such a down year. We're going to need him in a stretch run. I really liked what I saw tonight in the bullpen out of Kendall Graveman. He's been kind of, you know, had a good uh, appearance, not so good appearance. He was, I mean, 11, 12 pitches and out. And if you can get that – to bridge to the other higher leverage guys, that's going to be important for us moving forward. Yeah, I think, I think the way this series went, there's a lot of, there's a lot of picks you could throw in all these. So, I think you made good picks, sir. I appreciate that. All right, Thank so you. the Astros are off tomorrow. They get to rest up, go back home. It was a very short road trip, and they play Seattle. Friday, JP France. Saturday, Framber. And then Sunday, Hunter Brown, and that's the game I'll be at. Oh, nice! Good for you. Um, I need to. I, I need to make another one before the year's out. Um, it's a big series. I mean, all these series are big, but when you're playing an AL AOS team that's behind you by four games, um, you honestly, we need to pack them away. We need to. We need to get them off our heels. Um, I would love to send a message. Normally, we play really well against the Mariners at home. Um, I like the JP France matchup. I not they they've got some absolute horses in, in as their starting pitchers. Yeah. Um, Ger, George Kirby's one of my favorites. That guy that guy is tough. 
Um, so it'll be a great series, but uh, I would love to to send them packing. All right, let's say you're in a three-game series. Who's your three starters? All of them are rested. So it's pretty much who's your top three Astros starters? I mean, France. <laughs> you got you. Yeah. you mean, that was, that was kind of my point. You got JV and Framber, and I think JP France. It should be yeah. one of the top three guys. The guy's a star. Yeah, and, and if it's a three-game series, I kind of like that because um, then you can bring Brown out of the bullpen as an equalizer, you know, add him to the pen. If it, you know, if you're doing a four-game series, a seven-game series, you got to win four games. I think Brown's your fourth guy right now, no doubt. Yeah. All right, I don't know if you noticed this on the program. This is the last thing I have. And I think this is a – it's a pretty good poll for discussion, so I want to get your opinion on it. But it was uh, was the AT&T Southwest poll. It said, which Astro single-season record will be the hardest to break? Number That's one is that. Nolan's 1.69 <laughs> ERA, Hampton's 22 wins, Garrett Cole's 326 strikeouts, or Durker's 20 complete games. I looked at that, and I was like, some of these records are pretty hard to beat, but no one's going to throw 20 complete games. That was my pick no. right away. Right, right away, because we just don't do it anymore. We're on such a pitch count. Um, JV almost beat Durker's ERA last year. Yeah. I mean, he was very close to that. So that could be done with a phenomenal year, but, um, yeah, the 20 complete games will never be touched. That'll go down and – Astros history forever. If I had to put those in order, I would say the ERA was probably the easiest one to beat, but it got second place, the second most votes. And I think they're just voting because it said Nolan Ryan. And then I think probably. the 22 wins is probably the next one that's attainable. I, I mean, I guess the 326 strikeouts, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if someone can do that. I, yeah. I don't, because the innings pitched. Uh, yeah. I think this, I think the strikeouts is the second hardest to do. Yeah, so I agree. So I have ERAs the easiest and the wins. 22 wins. I think 22 wins might be easier than 1.69 ERA. You just got to get lucky and get a lot of decisions. No no, no doubt. Um, that's It, it kind of ties into the fact that you, we just don't pitch. They just don't pitch as long as they normally did. Yeah. But that's how I, I don't have any – I would love to disagree with you just for discussion, but I don't, <laughs> I, don't dis, I, don't dis, I don't disagree with any of that. I think that's the order it goes. That Durker 20 complete games. I mean, I, it's unreal. I don't think anyone's ever going to get five. Uh -uh. That's way. I mean, I th who had one this year? Framber. That's it. Framber. Yeah. It, it, baseball has changed so much, you know, over the, my almost, you know, 40 years of watching it, playing it, and so forth. It's just crazy how much it's changed and how you specialize. Um, it's done a complete 180 than what it used to be. Yeah. All right. So this is the time in the podcast that I'd like to hand the mic over to you and, you know, just any kind of final thoughts or anything that you want to talk about the Astros this season, your hopes and dreams, whatever predictions, whatever you got. Sure. I, you know, um, what we, we always like to try to check the temperature on the dome foamer podcast. And I, again, I appreciate you let me come on and be a guest on yours. I think the, the biggest thing is the Astros are so used to being the lead dog. We're in a different spot being 
chasing. And, you know, uh, an old adage in baseball was just win the series and go to the next one. Just win the series, go to the next one. That's great with 41 games left when you're the lead dog. When you're the chaser, you got to start sweeping some people. And, um, you know, I'm not sure the Mariners are that team, but we do have some teams coming up in September where we need to get the brooms out to gain that ground. Again, if you're winning series when you're a lead dog, it's hard to catch you. So you got to start sweeping. And, and we're just in a different – it's been, you know, with the exception of COVID year, right, when it was 60-game asterisk season, um, we've been the lead dog. And it's just that we're in a different spot. And it's going to be interesting to see how we respond the next 41 games and see if we can get on a little streak and get, and get going, get hot. Yeah. I thought of something to ask you. Okay. So the, a lot of people have zero patience with Maldonado being the catcher this year. What do you think has is the biggest factor? Is it because we're in second place and we're not leading the division by eight or nine or ten games? Or is it because we have Yiner Diaz? We've never had a player. We've never yeah. had a player like Yonner behind Maldonado. Um, if you think about it, we had Jason Castro, who was a left-handed version. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, in, in a lot of ways, he was. Now, Maldi's regressed, right? Um, but, no, I agree with you. Um, so, I think that the, the issue now is you see the 24-year-old who we traded for and got – and thank God we did from the – Cleveland Guardians, and he's just – he produces almost every time he's in the lineup. And so you see the future, and it's just like in football. Everyone's favorite player is the backup quarterback. Well, now you see this kid – you see this kid sitting on the bench, and when he, comes, when he gets his shot, he produces. Maldi's regressed. It, and I, I think most knowledgeable Astro fans understand what Maldi was. He's not going to hit a ton, but he's there for defense. My bigger issue is not the offense. I knew that. My bigger issue is the regression on the defensive side. And, excuse me, so that's the deal is there's no longer a Jason Castro or, you know, a Corey Lee who was struggling when he came up last year. You Now you got a guy that can produce, and he's the future. And I think that's, that's what's why it's such a hot button. Yeah, me too. I, I just wonder what it would be like if we were 10 games ahead. You wouldn't hear the clamoring as much. It wouldn't be that bad. Mm, no. Yeah. It's pretty interesting I mean, it, topic, though. Yeah, it's like, yeah what is and, it? and it is. It is. I mean, that's a great point. But, I mean, that also goes – you let, you gave me the, 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 you know, the mic for a second. It goes right back to what I was saying. We haven't been the chaser. Yeah. We've been the lead dog. And so this we're in a different territory, and so things are different. You know, we're spoiled. You know, you know, I grew up I grew up going to the dome and that's where we got the dome pomer name, you know, and but I mean if you really look back, with the exception of eighty six and a couple of years in the nineties and a couple of years in the two thousands, this was a mediocre franchise that I just grew up with and that I loved watching. But we're in the golden era. I mean, we have broke so many major league records. And so you, me, and the rest of us are we're pretty spoiled right now. Enjoy. Oh it. yeah. Yeah. So Maldi's my boy, but I agree that y Yiner should catch 50% or even more because the guy's a stud. And when you now they have Jordan back, Altuve's back, Brantley comes back, there's not going to be anywhere to put him. 
besides catcher. You want this guy in the in the lineup. So I don't know. It's a hot button. And if you want to win, you better put your best offense in there. But anyway, Christian, I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, Rob, thank you so much, man. I, I wish you the best of luck and thanks for having me. And uh, we'll be help, we'll definitely promote your podcast as well. So thank you so much. Go Stros. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball, and we'll see you next time. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.